Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember Sally when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special bonus episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. I like seeing you, Charlie. I do, but I get to see you like three times this week. So that might be a little too much, Charlie. And then also, I wasn't supposed to see you given the circumstances for this one. Yeah, I mean, at least one of the times you get to see me this week is in person. So Yeah, that is true. Actually, I am very excited for for that. Um, It's just, uh, it's a bummer that we are covering this movie. Even though it shouldn't be. Oh, right. A, why haven't we covered this movie before now? But like we've said before, when we think of other movies, it's like, it just wasn't time. And it does suck. Because Recovering Punisher Warzone, a fantastic movie with a fantastic actor that we unfortunately lost. And that is Ray Stevenson. And yes. So as you're listening to this, we're a bit late on it but it's because of how we record, the way the schedule falls. But we knew we wanted to get this out as soon as we had uh, heard the news. It, like, I was instantly texting Charlie, we got to do Punisher Warzone. Like, it was just a no-brainer. Yeah, I, and I'm not opposed to it. I don't mind this being a little bit later, so it doesn't seem like we're just, like, bandwagoning on celebrity deaths, which we try not to do here. We just would rather shine a spotlight I, and give our, give our appreciation like- to them the first one of a celebrity death that actually felt like oh we need to address this yeah i mean uh sometimes we i think we've done a couple on the action elite when we do the live streams i know we did for albert pune and uh i think a couple of other actors we've always done like a in memorandum to them but this one was a little different because nate and i both love this movie punisher war zone um you know it sounds a little somber to talk about for a movie that's so incredibly badass that it, we're talking about it under these circumstances. So I think we're going to say our piece about Ray Stevenson right now, maybe a little bit at the end, but I really want to up the energy a little bit more and just yeah, get oh into no. this movie. I feel yeah. like let's just instantly get into the destruction of this movie. Well, let's set the mood then. Let's let the Punisher get us going and let's drop the trailer for Warzone. This isn't like any procedure that we've ever done before. Well, that's why I'm here, Doc. Your facial muscles, tendons, bone structure, everything. It was destroyed. Evil has many faces. You look fantastic, brother. Yes. Darkness has many allies. This deal is going down tonight. Raise your army! There is only one who punishes them all. This is just the beginning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's play a game. Gotta be with you, Frank. Sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God. You're fighting a war. that the last like 15 seconds is nothing but gunfire (laughs) it's what i expect with the punisher thing man this is it definitely is 
definitely ain't being played on Disney Plus right now. So, <laughs> oh, that's only because of rights. All right, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. This is God, but this was the start of something that I was excited for because this is the first one that got released under the Marvel Knights banner, and which didn't we only get like two movies released underneath the Marvel Knights banner? Yeah, I think it's this and Blade Trinity are the only ones that got released under the Marvel Knights. Maybe. I remember this being a thing. Like, this is such an interesting sequel, reboot. You know know what? This is what I I consider in the comic, because I grew up reading these comics, and I haven't read every Punisher comic book, but I've read a lot of them. I have, like, a first appearance of Jigsaw. Um, I have a reproduction of the first appearance of Punisher, which was actually in a Spider-Man comic. And uh, Warzone, like in the comics, it's just a different timeline. You know, oh, it's, no, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's completely... a totally separate. Uh, this one takes heavily from the Garth Ennis run. And those of us that live, breathe, eat comic books all know the name Garth Ennis, because when you put and that name to a comic, it's it's going to be dark. <laughs> it's going to be violent. It's going to be masochistic. It's, it's just going to be insane. It's a hell of a run. Um, yeah. But also, I, I personally, I like the Thomas Jane movie. I, I enjoy it. I, only, I enjoy I, it. My critique is it's in Florida. That's my biggest bitch. That's See, my, my bitch. critique. I don't understand that John Punisher Travolta. shouldn't be. Don't you say John Travolta. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't going to be that, actually. I'm just the fact making that sure. The Punisher wasn't um, like what he is in this or like what he is in the TV show. They definitely made him a much more sad, emotional character in the Thomas Jane one. But I we, like that take. I think that, it was a more human take to do. That was the. That's like punisher origins so you know he's a family man he has a normal job in that one we will cover that on the on the show eventually um I think eventually we could hopefully um, thomas jane doesn't have to die for us to cover it you know so we'll, yeah definitely we'll make sure we I try mean, if john know, travolta died stop it stop well, we'll cover face off put that voodoo on me ricky bobby <laughs> um but what Zenu no. will save him Zenu, that's right he'll fly that airplane out of earth uh yeah so yeah i think i think we got that because if we go through the the movie tv show timeline of punisher obviously we got the original dolph lundgren which i'm a fan of i am a fan of the original dolph lundgren i I like it it's just a silly action movie it is definitely they didn't know i I haven't seen it in forever so i can't give like a full valid opinion on it Another one I'd like to cover. It'd be cool to do like a Punisher retrospective, but that one kind of starts a bit like what Warzone does. We are like right in the middle of Castle's war on crime, almost at the end of like his journey to a degree, which is where this movie like feels like a sequel because they did the right thing of unlike amazing spider-man when that came out and they're like well let's redo uncle redo ben everything killed. let's get a new uncle again. ben let's get it a- yeah God. it's just like geez we don't need to see this again like and i like it Andrew smart of only Spider-Man. doing yeah yeah same but it yeah. was it was smart to just like let's not retread that territory we'll do a flashback of just his you know i love how they do wife it. being killed with and i with think that's the photographs I, I and they they sprinkle it in great. a little bit you know through the movie and i i love it, that kind of backstory makes me wonder what kind of movie this would have been if thomas jane would have stayed on board i can't fully remember why he walked away from this one he didn't like the story the and it's not this so warzone isn't the story thomas jane walked away from they sold him on a whole nother story uh it was going to involve jigsaw um thomas jane had already put on like 30 pounds of muscle he had like he was campaigning hard for Lionsgate to start up uh, Punisher 2. It was like basically getting started and then one of the scripts come across him and he's like, this isn't, this isn't what I'm, what I'm here for. I'm, I'm not, that's, you're, you're changing my character uh, arc. And 
I don't know if we've ever actually seen what that script was that he rejected. Yeah, and the most we got was at, even after this movie came out was that clean laundry, dirty laundry, so, dirt, uh, dirty film. laundry short film was just something someone wrote and uh, Thomas Jane read it and went, "I love this. This is where my character should have went." If you've never seen Dirty Laundry on YouTube, go watch it. It's phenomenal. It is. Yeah, it's a for the fast fact ten minute short film. We never got another Thomas Jane. I, it actually gives you a tiny little bit of closure. Um, and I, I could watch it right now. It's so much fun. So when that all fell apart, Lionsgate still had to put a movie out because they were about to lose the rights to Punisher back to Marvel. They had a set amount of time, which means we're going to pop out a movie. And we got you know a script to Warzone, which took heavy from Garth Ennis, like we said. And um, they cast Ray Stevenson, which is basically Frank Castle ripped out of the comics. Like, I like Thomas no, Jane. Mean, Ray Stevenson is Frank Castle out of the comics. Yeah, the slick back hair. I love the updated look with the body armor, yes. having the armor protect the neck. Um, this was directed by Lexi Alexander, who got the gig because she did, uh, was it Green Street Hooligans? I, I think that's was what the name it was. of the movie she did. She's, she's which very I've never involved. seen, but I know it's supposed to be gritty. Um, I know she has a lot of like stunt work background with her movie history, which is another reason she got this. Now, um, the it was kind of is... shocking to everyone, though, too, that I don't, I don't want this to sound sexist, but there was a lot of people in the fandom that went, why is a woman directing Punisher? Idiots. And I'm ex- idiots for sure, because idiots. after you watch this movie, you go, uh, hell yeah, well, let's give her more. Unfortunate part, the- too. Give us Lionsgate the bullshit that happened. Just dumped this movie out in December. She is from Germany and thought December was a great release date because of it being holiday season. Not realizing that in the States, that's usually where you go to put stuff for award season. And that's yep. it. Anything else that gets released from that December window is dead on arrival. Same thing with like January titles. January is released, another one. They're yeah. always just bad movies. Here recently, They're not changed always bad. You have done this before, and there are Seasons so many. Seasons of the Witch, Janu- that came out in January. Never uh, forget. Legion came out in January. Yep, bad movie. Uh, no, it's not, and you shut your <laughs> ass. I guess we'll never be able to cover unless Paul Bettany dies. Oh, don't you put that voodoo on Paul Bettany. Don't you do that. Look, we can only cover movies from here on out if someone dies. What's the other Paul Bettany movie that was very similar in feel? Uh, the vampire one that I like. Yeah, that Carl Urban's in. That one's really good. I like that one. That's priest. Pre- that's what it was. Priest. That's yep. it. I think that's so, a January release. And there is a fantastic podcast on uh, how did this get made, where they actually interview Lexi with like yeah. Patton Oswalt and just go through like what happened, how did this all go so wrong? And I highly encourage listening to it because it's a phenomenal like yeah. you would have never got to hear this story regardless. But this movie was dumped just to keep the rights, which that, back that's in the day, all it was. like. What was it, the 90s when Marvel was on the verge of bankruptcy and just sold off? Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Early 2000s when they sold were... off the rights to X-Men, Punisher, Spider-Man, yep. you know, just selling everything left and right. And just so I think afloat. I think it was right at the tail end of the 90s because that's when Sony grabbed like Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's what kickstarted Spider-Man that we would have no MCU without, you know, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies. You know, they, they were Marvel movies were a joke in the nineties and eighties and stuff like that. They didn't know what to do with it's like the technology finally caught up to do it proper, but you know, this one, and it's, it's weird to go, how did this get made? Or it, it did so bad. The movie's fantastic. It was just how it was handled. Yeah. This no, movie I mean, was it was handled. I didn't even get to see this in theaters. Like I got to see the Thomas I did. Jane one. And this one, I feel like was only in theaters for two weeks. I remember it, it coming out. Cody and I talking about going to go see it and it was gone. Uh, Rob and I, blink of an eye. Rob and I left like after work one day and drove out to Easton and watched this out at Easton. And uh, God, it was an experience in the theater. That be that opening with the uh, is it the Donatelli the Donatelli family? Yeah. When that flare pops after the power goes out on the big screen. Holy shit. If there was ever an opening that says, forget everything that happened in the previous movie, 
this is where we're taking this. Yeah. It's this opening. This like, is the legit have, bu- buckle up buttercup moment. Yeah. <laughs> a person like their first death is him getting a knee to the back. And then the second death is a decapitation <sighs> with multiple, you know, not and only headshots. The wife's neck immediately yeah. after. Like now she grabs feet. a gun, so it's not like oh he killed women for no reason. No, she grabbed a gun and was going to shoot him, and she just crack gone. And it's God, just headshot and blood splatters, and it was definitely like one of those moments like, oh shit, this is what we're in for. This movie yeah. has instantly no holds bar. Him spinning <laughs> upside down, <laughs> still, and just it's unleashing so ridiculous. But I would never take it out of this movie. I would because not take it the, out because I'm like, it's a comic book movie. You're allowed to do this. They put the camera directly under him. So you're watching him spin. But I was watching this last night as I just picked up the uh, 4K steelbook from Best Buy. The cover is, oh, my God, the artwork on this thing is insane. But I watched it in 4K. But I couldn't help but sit there and go, could you imagine being one of the guys on the balcony that hasn't pulled a gun out yet? That's just what he goes. Is that the Punisher spinning upside down firing us it's a very jack sparrow kind of moment from pirates of the caribbean <laughs> i mean it's literally what happens in boondock saints but yeah it's but done they got on tangled purpose. up in a rope yeah like this fell. was done on purpose and like, hey charlie bronson has to have very... rope everyone's hey, gotta have rope <laughs> all the blood to your head you're gonna get dizzy i, I mean i've never fired a gun upside down but it can't be easy it, it can't. It really can't. <laughs> and you know, he spins because, you know, it's the force of the bullet. The recoil is now spinning. Yeah, and that's him what around. keeps him going. Which then also, like, once he's done, I feel like he's going to keep spinning for a bit and be like, guys, right. hell, <laughs> micro. Getting kind of woozy. Yeah. Why didn't Mythbusters ever test that one? I know we got the, the underworld where we shoot the uh, floor out from underneath us. Why didn't we get the hang up from I don't know. Down on his chandelier? It's because no one saw Punisher Warzone. That's why. Damn it. Damn it, man. <laughs> I did. I, this is one of the ones where I can go, I saw it. I was in the theaters. And I'm jealous. It was a, it was a hell of I an experience, man. It was either Mark or Cody, our friends. They One of them watched it first and went, you, you got to. You won't believe like what's in this movie. Yeah, this is this is kind of weird because that's definitely a movie that would be right up your guys's alley to go watch. You know, because we all did go like watch said, Rambo. I, Why didn't you just, go watch Warzone? It just disappeared. And I think also at this time, like, what the MCU had not officially started yet. When did Iron Man come out? Like 2010? No, Iron Man came out in 2008. I'm looking it up now. So the MCU technically started, even though it wasn't the MCU when Iron Man came out. No, it was not. But, like, we had, that's weird, man, looking back on it, because that means we had Iron Man came out, then we had the Hulk movie that did the same thing that this movie does. Yeah. Of, it's not quite a reboot. It's not quite a sequel. It's a in-between. We're going to not redo the whole, you know, origin story. But Poor Edward Norton. He got yeah. so shafted on this. And then at the very tail end, they gave us Punisher Warzone. So, like, this movie was just set up for fail when it was like Marvel was already starting to move its pieces. What a different yeah, era. Ain't, ain't, ain't no Nick Fury showing up at the end of Warzone. No, that's definitely sure. not. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of it, like, with everyone being upset that Thomas Jane just had a sad, dopey look on his face in that one, Ray Stevenson looks like he is pissed off. He is at pissed the entire off. world. Mm-hmm. 95% of this movie, the only time he doesn't have a pissed off look on his face is when he's talking to the little girl. And yeah. I love that interaction between the two of them. But man, Ray Stevenson can play pissed off, period. Oh, he's I got love that it. look on his face and just like everything about the way he carries himself. He's a big dude. Right? He, he is. quick. God, you know, even in that armor, in that body. Yeah. Armor and and that's the it, thing in that armor. He is moving quick and he sells it. That Like that is a man that I truly did believe was dispatching thugs left and right. His voice, his oh. voice is so commanding. It almost has a bit of an echo to it. If for obviously it's a Punisher movie, so there's not a lot of lines. I think that's one other thing. And I'm not going to bash. This isn't about bashing any other of the movies, but Thomas Jane. Until he was Punisher, he had a lot of lines. Oh yeah, until you know he really got like, especially with the uh, the 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 Rat Pack 
in the apartment complex. Um, and you know, he would do his own epilogue, you know, the whole narration thing on his well, own. There was like Ray Stevenson right, just doesn't. Yeah. Like he doesn't like, there was a, a monologue in that Thomas Jane Punisher where it was like, you know, I know you're upset, Frank, because, you know, I used to get upset at, uh, yeah, a flat the, tire. The I used to get flat upset tire, my sports my team sports loses. Team loses. Yeah. But then like, and I, that's always stuck with me, but this one that's always stuck with me. And it was in the trailer that we played when, you know, he's in the church and says, sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God. Like, you know, that is such a hard, badass I, line in his cold delivery to it. It is perfect. If I could flip, if I could flip one thing in the two movies, I want Thomas Jane to say, sometimes I'd like to get my hands on God. I want Ray Stevenson to say, I think God's going to sit this one out. Which oh. is what Thomas Jane says. Yeah, in the that's first right. One. I love that line of God's going to sit this one out. But I would have loved to have heard Ray Stevenson say that line it's as just, Frank. Those type of lines are so Punisher to it's me. So, it totally you is. Know? It totally is. And I, was, I watched a little. I'm not going to. You guys made fun of me too much. But I did watch a little bit of the <laughs> making making of. And he. Ray Steven, Ray's talking about doing this movie. And the character, and he goes, you know, my goal was to get done with this movie and not have people going, I want to be that character. He goes, I want to play this in a way where you're like, that dude's been through a lot of shit, and I don't ever want to experience what the Punisher's gone through. And that's how he played this. And he's he's right. That's exactly. He places like a weathered man who's got, like, when he kills a cop in this, oh it, like, God. tears him apart, you know? Like, you could yeah. tell, like. and He it, quits. Just, he, like, yeah. he is, I'm done. Technically, he thought he killed everyone everyone that was involved with like his family's death and then all of the mob families he was done once he threw billy russo into the glass i'm out you know they're all dead so when he found out he killed the undercover agent he's just like done goes into micro i love micro in this movie i'm so happy i'm so happy we got micro in this movie now i like the tv show version of micro because they got we got a little bit more character building with him and he fits more of what micro was in the comics, but I love uh, Wayne Knight in this man, because he was kind of added more for comic relief, but man, he adds so much depth and soul, especially at the end where oh, he's yeah, just like, definitely. she's just a little girl, Frank, you got, you have to kill me. You know, she's just a little girl. And I was like, Jesus, man, Wayne Knight, this dude from Jurassic Park and Seinfeld. From, and yeah, I am Newman. feeling bad. Newman. But <laughs> I don't want Newman to die. Right. You don't want Newman does. to die. And you, you know it's going to happen. <laughs> and then, like, it's the, um, it's the line that uh, Frank Castle says to him as well of just, like, you're not going to feel a thing. You know, just, like, let his friend know, like, when you're going to get shot, like, at least it's not going to hurt. Like, it's, it's going to be quick. Thing- I will give him this. I, I am glad that it's not Frank that shoots him because it's Frank that shoots him in the comics. That kind of plays out similar to this. I don't remember that. He, Does it? Yeah. Uh, sawed off shotgun to Micro's face. Um, so they change it up so that it's Billy the Butte or Jigsaw that shoots him. And I like that better. I was like, yeah. So the thing that's always stuck out with me about this movie is the color palettes. The greens, Jesus, yes. the reds. How that reminds me of like a comic book panel in a way. It's how it was done on purpose. You know, like it's so great and it gives this color, this film such a unique look. And Mm -hmm. then to see this in 4K for the first time and really see how those colors pop and really see like what this uh, director's vision was, was truly something like fun, you know? Yeah. And that's at the end of the day, like as I was watching this, I'm like, I'm just having pure fun. I'm glad I never got a sequel to this because I never really I I don't think lightning in a bottle could have hit twice with this, you know, I don't think I, so. And I, I don't think this movie lended itself to be a sequel. No, like, I, I mean, this at is the like the movie, a, they say you killed everyone, like every bad guy in town is basically dead now, Frank. Yeah. I like, I treat this one like what comics have. Comics have one shots. And exactly. I that's what I was just about exactly to say. Like a, this a is one-shot. a one shot. And what? Uh. John Berthnall did with the character for the TV show works. Now, Grant, I never finished season two because I really did not like season two. I pushed my way through it. I do like, I like where they went with it at towards the end. It starts slow. 
Yeah. I, it just, um, yeah, it hit a point where I was like, what the hell happened? But that happened with me with all those Marvel shows, except Daredevil. Daredevil, Daredevil was the, the only, only one that I thought was solid throughout all of them. And that's where we got, you know, John Parenthal's The Punisher. And I know, I think I've said it, maybe, I don't know if I said it on this show, but earlier, I hated John Barenthal till he was cast as Same. The Punisher. Like when he was Shane, I thought he was a douchebag. I hated like, Shane. Never so liked bad. the guy. And then, From the like, comic, after The Punisher, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this guy's like actually a pretty good actor. I and started to pay attention literally to like theory and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay. I, I I'm an idiot. Every movie he was in till Punisher came out. And I, because it was Punisher, I watched it. And, and that he first did such episode, a good job in that Daredevil where it was just like, oh, yeah. I'm ready for this. Yeah, I, w- I was sold with that Kingpin fight, you know, in the prison. And then that first oh, episode God, that of fight. of his own show when that came out, when he's the construction worker, I was in. And now, like you, I've gone back and started watching John Barenthal movies again. It says, so- I mean, it says something to be a good actor to be like, you really did capture a character as in Shane from Walking Dead. And I read the book. I hated that character before the show oh, yeah. even came out. And you play a character I hate. I'm going to hate you as an actor for a while, apparently. But, yeah, I think it was the perfect follow-up. Yeah, it was, but It's weird. It's weird. Where they gave him a lot of, like, human elements and stuff like that, this movie doesn't because it is straight-up focus on Let's kill as many bad guys in the coolest way possible. And it's that I am all here for. Yeah. <laughs> it's a movie. There's one mission. There's one goal. And that is it. Yeah. And the creativity on the kills. God, man. Uh, like people he... give so much props to Deadpool being the fact that it was R rated. And you're just I'm sitting there going like, uh, Punisher. Come on, people. Yeah. There are some insane, <laughs> gory ass kills. Like a dude gets his face blown completely off sitting at a dining room table (laughs) every time it happens i just die of laughter because like the punisher shoots this man point blank with a shotgun in front of a cop doesn't say holding a a little girl holding a little girl (laughs) keeps on moving (laughs) doesn't say a word the cops like trying to call in back calling this in blam dude's face is gone and it's just what the hell castle there before that even happens he punches a man's face in like oh god <laughs> i was glad he punched that kid's face in this oh the... it's such a good because you hate that kid i hate that kid from he the start literally of the movie punches a hole in a man's face not with so... brass knuckles his bare nope. hand <laughs> and this is where i'll give her all of the credit for the way she films this action stuff is like you start out just we'll just focus on that one punch scene the camera's right in front of him, and you see the fist coming towards the camera, and it cuts perfectly to that dummy head and yep. the fist going through the head. And just I'm the like, blood it's, splatter. It's so seamless, and you're just like in shock that what you and just watched. The camera does not shy away from any of the violence. Like, no, nothing's really moment, done off screen. <laughs> he headbutts a guy. Like, he does a diving headbutt and breaks his own breaks nose. His nose. <laughs> I love it. And he fixes it with a pencil. Yes. It's so hardcore. And like, even the only thing I got to complain about with the deaths is he kills a guy with a tiny dart gun. And it's only because he's using a tiny dart gun that looks so weird. But then he it, lands an elbow drop on the henchman's buddy. And like, well, he lands on guy. his back. He, he doesn't even drop an elbow. It's so that guy's literally a cushion for him to land. So he lands on his full back on that guy to crush and the dude see i thought he was doing dude. like a macho man no drop watch it again he's on his back and it's to, it's to cushion himself and i what i talking about the kills that never shy away it actually adds more impact later when the i never can remember this guy's name but he plays the gang member that works for micro you know he's got the latin king ink on when he gets axed in the chest by yeah. uh, Looney Ben Looney Jim ben. and he asks Castle to kill him, that is off camera and all you hear is the gunshot. Yeah. And it was way more impactful. It's kind of like the Whistler at the end of the first Blade when he leaves Whistler the gun and you hear it go off as Blade's walking away. Only for them to cop that out in the sequel. Yeah, the vi- vampires found him, and I yeah. do like part two, but I could have done... I, Whistler should have died 
in yeah, part one. It took away the dead. meaning of his death in that first one. To- totally did, but everything else about part two made it badass. So. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> make sure you check out Spoils of Horror because uh, there are Blade 2 episodes either getting ready to drop or will have dropped depending on when I get this episode out. Um, Yeah, I, I think that's what elevates this movie so much for me was it's super fast-paced action, ton of gore, like you can call it gratuitous. I don't care. I, yeah, I don't care how... what I want in my action movies. Like it, it, that was yeah. the one thing, like when watching this the other night, I was just like, God, I have missed doing something like this on the podcast. It's been like a hot minute since we've had something this gung ho, Th- this, this violent. Glory. Yeah. And I was just like, this was needed. This felt like a breath of fresh air that I have been missing. And don't don't think that we're purposely leaving Pete out or anything like this, but Pete does not like action movies that are just nothing but people shooting each other. Guess what a Punisher movie is? People literally just shooting each other. And getting their face punches in. And face punches, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's not a fan of the run-and-gun kind of movies, and that's what This movie even, like, giving us Jigsaw, you know? Dominic West. decides to give us the, you know, the comic book villain for The Punisher. Dominic West, who just comes off doing The Wire, you know, this gritty TV show, and he does this most campy, over-the-top performance in this. With an accent that is just so... Any other movie, it would be dumb. I'd be rolling my eyes. No. But Dominic West is so good that it works. They literally go so over-the-top where he's basically given, like, a State of the Union address with the American flag flying behind him, and I love every second of that speech. That's a scene that I'm like, that should be so stupid. It should. for some reason, it works. (laughs) It's like the the whole, it's basically a scene from Patton, the old war movie. Him recruiting all those, you know, people to be on his side. And it's his God, it's still his accent. The way he does this Brooklyn accent, you know, just and then his brother as his I will say this, and I know it may be an unpopular opinion, whatever. I really could have done without Looney Ben Jim in this movie. I really kind of wish oh. it was just a ton of henchmen and jigsaw. I could have done without it, but it also it is a lot of fun to see like, oh brother, yeah, if you don't like any like mirror i'll smash every mirror in this room or whatever it is that he says and like here's what i would have done i would have taken the character of looney ben jim he wouldn't have said a word in the entire movie they would have found him at the nut house they would have don't change anything in the movie though this is this is the trick when they free him and the orderly's cowering in the corner they it should have been Dominic West going. We'll take care of this guy and his brother. Just putting his hand on his shoulder, pushing him aside and going towards the orderly. Oh, then but- he could have. Then what I would have loved is when he goes into the big building, the the mirror breaking scene, which I that's the one scene in this movie I don't like. But it should have been Billy the Butte walking into that foyer, looking at his reflection start to get sad and then looney ben jim's fist go through that mirror and then just look at his brother and no see, words spoken that would have worked in the thomas jane gritty one no this one i think it would have been totally this kind of like over the done campiness of it all with our villains like i don't know it kind of works like he is so ridiculous and i like, hate his lines you're gonna get you know Chianti beans and vi- on all the just. I'm gonna <laughs> get my terrible. applesauce back. I'm like, shut. Let and he, me when he's ask fighting, you a question. When he's fight, that's the meniscus. Oh, I hope you weren't hoping to have children later, Punisher. I'm like, <laughs> shut <laughs> up for God's sake. That's why I he want- finally dies. It's so great. It's like thank it's God so they great. finally shut him up. I just I wanted him to have no lines, no and- lines. Let Jigsaw say everything. He's fighting like he's Ray Park with all of his acrobatic moves, which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. He's been tied to a bed. He has to have some type of atrophy. They wouldn't have let this dude loose. Apparently, he's been in there for years. You wouldn't dare let him out. He just tries to do this silence of the lamb bullshit. And I'm just like, 
but Take it's so great when you get to see Ray Stevenson pick him up and throw him into in walls, the bathroom, throw him oh, into God. glass, like everywhere that he's tossing him. It's like, thank God, finally and then he scurries away this. like a little rat. Yeah, and you know, I like, I do like that. That is basically the final fight with him because he dies from a gunshot wound. Next, he yeah. doesn't have to fight him again. Because he shoots them instead of shooting Micro, which makes Billy shoot Micro, and that's how that goes. Now, the fight between him and Billy, which we'll get to, I love that fight at the end oh, of this movie. It's great. Um, but I like the other characters, too, though. I like uh, Budiansky and Soap. They were a nice little kind of juxtaposition to just following the Punisher and or, say, Micro. We yep. got, like, the police side, which is what we kind of got in the Dolph Lundgren movie because we had Lewis Gossett Jr. who's basically kind of playing the character yet he was Frank Castle's friend we find out Soap is basically Frank's inside guy at the police but one of my favorite with them two is when Budiansky goes down into the uh the the basement the file room to meet Soap for the oh, first time yes. and he's he's like Okay, yeah, I've been following him. There's all this other stuff, all the alleged Punisher murders. He goes, well, just jump right in. And he goes, well, which one is it? What What do you mean? The alleged Punisher murders. And he goes, all of them. And yeah. the camera pans around the entire base. And you're just like, holy shit. That's what I love because it shows that he's been established for quite a while now. I love that. Also, it makes you go like, I feel like he would have killed this family way, way sooner. <laughs> I have a feeling like maybe each box wasn't like individual, like inside of it isn't a hundred kills. One box is one evidence. So there's like hundreds of kills. I feel like one box would be like, all right, hundreds of kills from that <laughs> warehouse shootout. And then like the other one would be like, well, that's from that apartment complex shootout. So that's another I'm file. I'm pretty sure every death has to get its own file and evidence <laughs> and stuff like that. But now, it's still so at the harbor, you know, like wherever else, <laughs> you know, shootouts happen. There's a file on it. That's always a file. It just uh, how many like, it has literally has our body count, the, the Punisher body count. Yeah. You open it up. <laughs> it plays the gunshots. Pow, pow, pow. Here's how many deaths in this <laughs> file. It's been awesome. But no, I, and I like those characters. We kind of follow them around. Uh, I, the characters I don't think we should enjoy but i do are the parkour hooligans in this movie which dates this movie so badly oh god everyone like, loved parkour in the late 2000s god man. did everyone really want parkour to be a thing oh it was everywhere man i but think also, they still do it but i think might but like it, this is definitely a product of uh, <laughs> that's what them hip cool kids are into. We'll have them do the back flips with the front flips and the side flips over counters. I felt like the one henchman dude, Pitsy or whatever, because he's like, "Well, where are you guys going? Uh, would you care if we go out the roof?" Yeah, and it's like, yeah, what? Why? Why would you <laughs> want to go out the roof? And it leads to such a spectacular kill. Two spectacular kills oh, all three are actually really well great. the first one's cool because it's kind of like out of nowhere the dude dies you but have no he... idea that a man in the middle of doing a parkour move is going to get hit by a rocket rocket and launcher. explode <laughs> rocket launcher but he gets the last dude the leader and he gives him all the information and the camera cuts like he's gonna like oh wow maybe punisher didn't kill him and Soap and Budiansky come driving down the exact alley, and this body falls onto spiked fence. And that, still alive. Still alive. And the Punisher jumps down and kicks the dude's head. Oh like, God. lands through his neck, down on his head, onto the ground. Superhero landing. He's going to do the superhero landing. And, like, the neck as it breaks and how extended it is like yeah it's just stretches it's like stretch arms oh it's so brutal <laughs> and those two guys are just sitting in the car like the hell did we just watch and then they're like oh shit it's the punisher standing in front of us <laughs> god so good like this movie does not shy away from the violence at all as we've talked about like no. when Jigsaw's getting made, it's gross. Like having all these recycled glass bottles and like the bloods trail. Like that is such a cool shot. Yeah. Like like you're watching the processing thing, this giant like crusher 
with the claw in the middle and you're watching Dominic West go around in circles and then they show his face when the cops show up and they go, hey, we got one over here. It looks like Billy the Butte. He ain't pretty no more. And they show his face just Ugh. sliced and Mangled. diced and gore. So good. And okay, fine. Whatever. They kind of play up the whole Joker thing from the Batman movie. Oh, of course they do. But, <laughs> but like, you got to. And it works so good because the yeah, guy's they make like, it to where it's like he's now the crazy psychopath. It's like his whole demeanor, even though we only get to see him as normal Billy for a little bit. It's completely unhinged and changed. Oh, he, he, he's lost it. But I do love it. You just like watching him, un, the doctor unwrap his face. And he's like, oh, some uh, surgical plastic here, some titanium plates here, and a little bit of horse hide. And everyone's like, what'd he say? Horse hide? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think this is a really good doctor. I think you could have found a way better doctor. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Jigsaw's looks? I love it. I do. I, I like it. It it reminds me of Dick Tracy. It's very stylized like Dick Tracy. And honestly, in the comics, it's basically what Jigsaw looks like in the comics. Yeah. I'll tell you what really put it was the cherry on top was you get that quick reveal with the doctor. And then he's looking out the window. He sees, okay, fine. It's a billboard with puzzle pieces about New York. Fine. You can make that where he got it. I don't give a shit. Now it's once again, that'd be dumb in any other movie. But in but this the one, tongue is so firmly in the cheek with this movie exactly. that it works. <laughs> but when the when the two henchmen come back in and they're like, "Hey, boss, you okay? The doctor's dead." He goes, "I'm doing all right. You're going to call me Jigsaw and does all this." It's when he puts his fur coat on and puts that fedora back on his head. When I went, that's it right there. That still looks badass, and I love that he is now like, "I am this." And I'm going to still be Billy the Butte, but I'm Jigsaw right now. His outfits are definitely it. questionable, like towards the end where he's wearing well, towards like, the, the bedazzled military the top. <laughs> that's when it got a little silly. But I, the fur coat, because it's what they, they set up. That's kind of what he looks like at the beginning. You know, the, the really sharply dressed. He's very um, narcissistic. You know, he's always fixing his hair. But man, when he pops that hat on. It just has that, like, I'm ready to go out into the world look to him. I'm like, yes, I like this villain arc right here. I love what they're doing with this guy. And it's fun, man. And I, I, to me, I would have rather have just seen Jigsaw lose his shit and still not had Looney Ben Jim in this movie. I'm not going to uh, You could have definitely go gotten away with that. You totally could. You could have had a, an endless, a wave after wave of henchmen, which we get, and Jigsaw pulling the strings on everything. And I would have been like, good i don't need the stupid candor from looney ben jim i'm gonna take a break though i'm done talking about him let's let's pop a commercial here real fast and then we'll jump right back into some that sounds action. like a plan to me there you go gi joe will return after these messages oh hi hello it's dom and along with my co-host amy we are the hosts of horror house true crime and the macabre. If, like us, you have a morbid curiosity with true crime, the paranormal, cults, and more, then our show may just satisfy your curiosities. We release episodes on Fridays and bonus episodes every other Wednesday. You can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts, and you can also find us on Instagram at horrorhouse underscore pod. So, all that's left to say is, until next time, my friends, Stay spooky. Now back to G.I. Joe. So let's jump back into some Ray Stevenson here. Let's jump back into some portrayal of the Punisher for this Just movie. Cold, dead God. stairs. His his apartment in the subway, you know, where he basically hides out. God, if it, it felt, oh, I damp, love it. It felt dirty. It worked. It's like zero comfort. Like, why would you, it gives you this imagination that the Punisher doesn't take a day off whatsoever? Yeah, he's not there at all, like, you know, to sleep or no. anything like that. That's just a place he to eats hold guns. MREs. He yeah. burnt gummers it, you know, just meals ready to eat. Um, 
you know, and the way that he has to bring Julie and his, her daughter there because, you know, he's protecting them. So the, the woman and daughter, if you haven't seen this movie, her husband's the one Frank kills because he's an undercover agent. And so he's trying to do right. And that guy was, I couldn't, I didn't really understand. Did, was the husband stealing money from Billy the Butte? I think that's what they were trying or was to apply. He turning was that, it in t- as evidence. I think he was stealing money from the mob to support his own family. I think. Okay. I, I they never are clear because Billy immediately once they find out because of the death, they announce out that this guy was an undercover agent. So they immediately go after the family, thinking that's where all the money is, which they don't. She doesn't have any of the money. And Frank has to get involved. Uh, so he protects them. But when he takes them down into there, man, you can just tell it was like them being in a third world country. Hey, like, they would definitely was... be anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we like maybe not stay here? <laughs> can we stay at a hotel? You know, you tried to give us a duffel bag full of money. Can we use some of that for the Hilton or something like that? Even a Best Western, I'll take it at this moment. It's not that big of a deal. You know, they have better running water and I don't have to eat the MRE with chuckles because apparently that's the best one to get. I don't know what chuckles oh, that's are. That's what it is. I have no idea. I don't either. I do, I've heard that most of them taste like toilet paper. That is the toilet paper. Oh, that would explain it. That that That's another uh, Tremors 2 joke, Nate. I didn't think you would miss no, it. I, I, see, I, I quit paying attention because I got heartburn in the middle of that. And I went, <laughs> I have to pay attention to this now. I can't focus on anything else. I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's just talking about toilet Charlie's paper and words. MREs. And I'm going to nod while I focus on my heart going, why'd you eat pizza before podcasting? You know you have a rule that you We've don't eat We've had this pizza. talk. I know, and yet I do it to myself. Why? That, that's your fault. I don't, I don't know. Feel bad but anymore. anyone out there that wants to do a podcast, don't eat pizza before you do it. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, never do. Nothing... Nothing super greasy or heavy before you have to talk for an hour and a half. So our very first episode, I ate like eight White Castles beforehand, and I somehow made the whole episode about having to poo. Yeah, that was like two and a half hours, too, because that was near dark. And if you haven't checked out that episode (laughs) of near dark, feel free to go back. Why do we keep name dropping it? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's funny at this point, and I don't care. (laughs) Oh, because some poor person's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to check out near dark. And then... That's two and a half hours I can never give that person back. All right, you know what? Two hours and 15 minutes. There's probably at least 15 minutes of gold in that episode. At least. At least. Maybe. <laughs> so what were you saying before my heartburner? Was I thinking? don't know. Something about MREs and Tremors too. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Uh, Ray Stevenson, really cool. Uh, murders a lot of people. And then we get a really badass uh, warehouse. Apartment oh, God, complex. man. All, shootout i don't know what i think it's a i think it's a hotel because apparently some guy used to bring a bunch of hookers there that's all the preamble i got in this movie <laughs> about this giant ass building so i don't know if that was a dig at trump that may have been a dig at trump Maybe. i don't know i don't know it's i'm just throwing that out there it's still right. possible very possible it's a giant building but i love this because the the jigsaw has recruited all these different gangs so we we run the gambit of you know every ethnicity every stereotypical gang from a movie is in this building yeah. right now like it's except like they for found one a way. except for one the yakuza no they whatever reason budiansky gets to the russian ones and they're they were never i guess it's because christo uh, it was because of Jigsaw that Christo's in jail. And so that's why the Russians weren't initially in the group until Budiansky sent them over there. And they're like, we're here for the Punisher party. You know? <laughs> so they get to go in. So they cause like the big distraction, starting a big fight at the it's beginning. It's a great way to set up a finale of how can we have the Punisher kill a lot more people we need to up this body count tremendously. Yeah, right. so we'll have him go through. And it's not like it's that long of a scene. But not that's really when not. we really get to see him. And like, it's also a product of its time, too, because it's still awesome. I still really enjoy it. Yeah. But then when you look at like what John Wick 4 did with the over-the-top shot. And yeah, you can't. Yeah. 
you can't, can't compare, compare the two. You can't compare. It's not that. fair, but it's no. so interesting to see like how we used to do things. This, you know, well, this this is the precursor because I mean, this is before the raid. Yeah, this is before Judge Dredd. You know, this is you know the kind of the start of let's start at the bottom, work our way up through all these bosses. And they they get creative with all the kills. There's guys behind behind doors. There's guys hiding. The guy that gets blown up in the elevator. It's still freaking hilarious to oh, watch it's that. Great scene. seeing that dude's head just explode. Yeah, I mean, I mean he puts a grenade in a bucket and kicks it, and then you see a guy go through a wall. Oh, so um, good. So there's good. a scene where like he's kind of pinned down, and his solution is to run and gun, and he's just spraying pain. Well, and you know, he's got ass. bulletproof vest on. He, I, yeah, that, that they set it up so well because they're like, okay, what's the plan? I'm going in there. That's the plan. It's worked so far. It's, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, that's all the that's all the planning Punisher and it's needs. Badass on how it yeah. works because he just jumps from one building into the building. Yep, from the top of one into that one because he's not going through the front door. We already figured that out, and you know, it's just like. This is just horde mode, and he's just fighting gang members, gang members. Then we get this kind of want to say it's a stupid fight, but you're right. Ray Stevenson beats the shit out of Looney Ben Jim. It starts out really ridiculous and dumb, but my God, is it worth the payoff of, like, finally he's getting destroyed, and it's just Ray Stevenson being a beast of a man destroying Looney Ben Jim. It's so close to the Hulk when he grabs hold of Loki and Avengers. It was almost to that level. Yeah. Once Ray is able, it's one of those, like when you're a little dude and you're fast, that's your thing. You got to keep, you know, real quick. Don't let him grab a hold of you because that once Punisher grabs a hold of you, you're done that you're not getting out and of it's that. The dedication to like, there's not much CGI in this movie. Not you a know? lot. It's more a lot into of it the, is practical the, and yeah. just like stunt work. And there is a yeah. lot of just brutal stunt work happening. He's not in, like, doing superhero. Mo- the most superhero move is when he jumps off the building onto the dude's head. Yeah, that's kind of the most superhero thing he does in this. As far as like physics, everything is like when he falls, he falls down. When he goes through a wall, he goes through a wall and you feel the weight of Ray Stevenson as he's doing this even as much as i want to bitch about him when looney ben jim does the whole like acrobatic shit i really think that's that dude like doing all that it yeah, looks definitely. like ray park doing the darth maul shit everywhere you know yeah. that's that's exactly how it looks it never comes off as fake or superimposed you know and then even like you know jigsaw it's all like practical makeup he's wearing like yeah. nowadays it would be digital they even do face. like an actual, you know, stuntman on fire after Jigsaw gets yes. stabbed and then pushed. Not That's like my... a full stab, but like I'm going to take his body and slowly move him further he into ske- the he spike. Skewers him. Yeah, he shish kebabs him. He, yeah, he shish kebabs him, which I love. It's like all the chaos happens. He shoots micro and then it's on. Now, Billy puts up a decent fight. Like he doesn't go out like as a total weakling, but he is overpowered by castle and once castle gets like when he breaks him over the edge of that pit on that concrete when he like power bombs him down oh yeah it's so oh awesome. my god like i wouldn't be getting back up no i i'm done i quit i'm out i like, take me really to jail hurt. you really yep. meant this <laughs> i'm out i quit i quit i quit um but yeah and then he grab you know billy grabs that spike and he's like beating the shit out of castle Till Castle grabs a hold of it and just through the side of his rib cage, pulls him the rest of the way and pushes it through and then lifts him up by the spear through the guy's rib cage. Yeah, and then throws him in fire. Throws him on the and fire, it, man. You get the CGI overlay of the fire like burning up Jigsaw's but it's, face. But it, it's it honestly fun. still looked pretty cool. I mean, for the day, it still kind of worked. I, I was like. I, I like the effect of it because you start seeing the, the skin melt and everything. So it's like, oh, yeah, this dude's done. Um, yeah. And Punisher wins the day. But we still Duh. get a badass. We still get a badass Punisher moment. And I love these in these movies where Soap is walking away, talking to Frank. And Frank does the Batman. <laughs> he just. Yeah, he does. Disappears. He just disappears. And Soap gets mugged. And he's like, Frank. 
Frank, and behind in the back, this is the total like Garth Ennis comic book moment. There is a cross, one of those neon looking crosses in the background, and it says Jesus across the one way, and it says saves down the other way. And Frank walks underneath it, and the Jesus part blanks out, and it just says saves, and it's the Punisher saves. Oh, oh so God. badass. The neon so, lights, the way that the shadow is of him. It, it's, you don't see any, th- any features of the Punisher except no, a shadow silhouette. silhouette. Yeah. And that glow behind him and the camera fades out from that. And I, I want that as a poster. Like, I would take just that silhouette saves down the middle Punisher. And good yeah. God, it's the best way to end this movie. And it's I such a it. shame because Lexi, I think, is a fantastic director from the only one movie I've seen of her. Right. But she's only done like TV shows since because of this movie being such a massive flop. The fact somebody, that the studio dumped her on this. Like, somebody at 87 North needs to get in touch with her and let her get involved with these awesome yeah, action movies. I would love for a now. comeback story. I would love her. I would love you know? it to death. I mean, just make a Punisher movie without it calling it the Punisher. Yeah, you know, basically, I, I mean, badass. I feel like you can get away with that. Hey, I got a buddy that wrote a kick ass book. It's Punisher esque, but it's called Gloom. So big shout out to our buddy Steven Simones. He's got an awesome book called Gloom. Maybe I'll share All right. to that. All right. Yeah, you so should probably if do you, that. If you enjoy Punisher, but it's not Punisher, it's really cool. So maybe we can get Lexi to do his movie. And so that'll be awesome. All right, man. Well, let's uh let's do the things on this bonus episode. We still gotta go through the stuff. Oh, we do. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. Ah, uh, this one doesn't disappoint, man. I mean, there is a yeah, ton. I'm curious to see what it is. 114. Oh, that feels good. And I think what I read was it's over 80 of them are by the Punisher. Even better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Oh, you're right, Nate. I just love a good, just violence for violence sake kind of movie. That's it, man. It's, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> it kind of has. It kind of has. So, well, out of uh, 114, let's pick our favorite. Have you ever killed anyone? Yeah, but they were all bad. Nate, pick your favorite Punisher God, movie. this is really hard because so many we've already gloated about. I know. You know? Um, uh, I think... I think I'm going to give it to the punch in the face just because I'll never forget the first time seeing that and just screaming. Oh my God. The Punisher just punched a hole in a man's face. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's over the top. It's a blast. The effect still holds up. I don't care. And like the fact that it's a one, two punch combo of you get that kill and then you get the shotgun blast to the face. Like, I was about to give you the one, two, because that's mine is the uh, shotgun blast to the face. A lesser movie would have only had one of those kills, and they would have been at the very end. Not this movie. They're a minute apart. (laughs) (laughs) They're a minute apart. I was going to do that. I was giving you the one, two, because I was like, man, you pick that one. I'm picking one after. And he's holding a little girl in his hand. Budiansky's trying to call this guy in and arrest him. And the Punisher says nothing. Raises no. a shotgun up point blank to this dude's face and his face disappears. And the Punisher looks at Budiansky and walks out the door with the little girl. Love it. Only Ray Stevenson could have pulled that off. 100%. Only. 100%. Like. <laughs> I, you know, this seems kind of silly to do, but we need to rate this bad boy. Hit me, Nate. It's a nine for me. I really love this movie. Like, it's a solid all-around action movie. I don't feel like there's moments of it that it feels like a 2008 action movie, aside from, like, parkour. Yeah, that, parkour. That hotel shootout scene. You might as well flipped out a Nokia phone or some shit. Yeah, you definitely. Go, oh, parkour? This is definitely, like, 2000. Oh, I'm going to take a picture of this with my T-Mobile sidekick. <laughs> you know? Um... Uh, but for the most part, no, I really enjoy this. I, I, I still think Ray Stevenson is the second best Punisher. And it's only because he no. didn't get a TV show to flesh out, you know, so that's not fair. But that's as really far not as movies fair. go, he's probably yeah. my favorite, you know. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, for it's me, just all yeah. around. This is a fun action movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes. 
but it doesn't feel like it. It flies. Like this yeah, movie yeah. is goes, so goes, goes. It doesn't waste a second. Um, I don't know. Just something about it is very charming. And it's also one of those things like we're never going to get a Marvel movie like this ever again. <laughs> yeah, we've got, you know, Logan, but Logan's a very serious, you know, Logan dark is a drama. De- depressing movie. Like, yeah, I like, enjoy it, but damn, is it, it it's a Western. depressing. It's a sad Western. It's it's Shane, you know, like we had yeah. talked about. It's it's those type of you know, yo, yo, even Yojimbo and stuff like that. It's the first two Deadpool movies are you know, it's, you have Ryan Reynolds comic relief. They're Deadpool. They're yeah, exactly, exactly what I want. I don't want it's, Punisher level like violence in. I want the violence in Deadpool, but I don't want the storyline being that somber. Yeah. The I only need other thing Ryan that comes like close to this is what 2000 2001 when the first blade movie came out closest closest you know like in types of like this type of tone and this type of action and only the first one because this this two and three really start kind of going a little more i don't want to say silly okay three goes off the rails silly that's ryan reynolds although i enjoy three don't get me wrong i have fun with and two it's ron perlman i love that one but there's something about there's something about the grit of number one, and plus it was the first. You know, it's yeah. like it's R-rated Marvel. This is insane. They got a movie and Wesley Snipes. So yeah, I mean, the likes of movies like Warzone, we're only going to get from the people that do the John Wicks and the Nobodies and Sisu and and I think all you're absolutely right. Where yeah. it's, you know, what make Punisher movies, but just, it's not the Punisher, right? You know, you know? that that's totally the way we got to look at it. So. Uh, so we're not you? gonna do. Oh, oh, that's right. Me, I almost. Yeah, you gotta give your. Yeah, you gotta. I give almost a pulled a Pete. Yeah, um, you can't do that. I think it's pretty obvious that I think there is no wrong answer as long as it's anywhere between nine and a ten. So that means I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. Um, the action sticks with you. I watched it in the theater. It's an amazing movie. I got the 4K. It's still just as amazing. You know, there there's nothing I would cut as much as I want to harp on, you know, Looney Ben Jim. He's in there. He he does add something to it. But this isn't a movie where I'm like, ah, I got it really drug at this point or it really, you know, kind of lost its way at, at this juncture in the movie. No, it's on it really point doesn't. the whole way. Yeah. Um, so, and, yeah, and like if anything, what was eye opening of like us deciding like, hey, we want to do a tribute to Ray Stevenson is realizing he doesn't play this type of character often, you know, like, no, it's not like he's like this huge action movie star. It's just the right guy at the right moment for the right movie. You're right. I mean, and I've always been a fan of Ray Stevenson, even before I knew who he was directly. Cause I, we, Nate and I were talking about this beforehand. I remember him from the King Arthur movie, the one with Clive Owen and, uh, Kira Knightley is that who yeah, it is? Yeah, she's in that too. Um, I get her and Natalie. Like, I mixed don't remember time. him in yeah. that, but like I remember watching Outposts and thinking that dude was cool. Yeah. Kill the Irishman. And to like, me, he he's also one of the standout characters in the other guys with Will Ferrell and yeah. Mark Wahlberg. It it was a nothing character really, but because Ray Stevenson is so like in your face when he's on screen, you can't help but notice that guy. And I love his character in the other guys and i i kind of feel like he's he's the perfect casting of volstag but it was all of those characters from the thor movies are wasted you know like, oh they were there should have been wasted. there should have been a whole nother movie for those yeah you know his, his friends i love him as volstag i just feel like he was wasted and then they die in the most ridiculous way and i'm still pissed off about that, that. so annoying um, but and I like, love Ragnarok, but I don't like how they oh, just off yeah, all the how they dispatch the them. Yeah, because that felt more of just like we need to get rid of these characters, right? Yeah, it's like why not just yeah. put them on another battle somewhere else? We yeah, do that they're all on the time in Marvel movies. No. Yeah, destroy the bridge. Now they can't get back. Yeah. Simple. Why was that so hard? You didn't have to kill them. Stupid. But he was an awesome Firefly and like the good GI Joe movie, making more things go boom by nine a.m. than most <laughs> people do all day. Pretty sure and that's how it goes, but it's close enough. I know he's going to be in the Ahsoka show, which I'm pretty excited for re- being Garth yeah. Saxon again. So like, yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, it, it's, uh, this was, this one was kind of shocking. Um, 
as of as of us recording right now, there's still no nobody's released what happened. We just know that he's passed. Um, so we'll find out when when they want us to find out. So yep. Hopefully, ho- hopefully he's in peace now for whatever reason. So, all right, man. Well, I feel like it sucks under the circumstances to cover this movie, but I'm glad we covered it. Same, and like it's definitely an unfortunate way to kick our ass into gear to finally cover it. And it's one of the weird is... things where I want to be more hype covering this movie yeah. because I love it, not because, damn it, man, we lost Ray. And I feel I want to just talk about him for a minute. And you know, this is more the... of an in memoriam type episode. Definitely. It's only the second comic book movie we've covered, but it feels like the right one. You know, we covered another. Did we? What was it? Batman oh, Returns. Oh, that's right. We did do Batman. I forgot yep. about that. You're right. So yeah, I guess Dark Man became a comic afterwards. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I still okay. have intentions to cover Logan at some point. I have no problem covering Logan. Yeah, um, at some point that there will are happen. some comic book movies that are action movies that this I feel yeah deserve to be yeah. talked yeah, about. Definitely, I I totally agree with that. Well, everybody, thanks for checking out this special bonus episode of Punisher Warzone, where we can reminisce a little bit about Ray Stevenson. Um, you know. He will be missed in seeing him on screen, but I can always pop his movies back in. And if nothing else, he will always leave an impact for the world. So he will, his memory will live on. So uh, if you want to follow us, just go ahead and check us out over at uh, Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast Facebook group. Give Me Back My Horror Movies podcast Facebook group. Both of us are on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. I think this is coming out still before the next um to be files so just be on the lookout for our posts for pete's pick that's coming up and i don't even remember what the name of it was as blood right tide blood tide that's it blood tide where we cover pete's pick to find out whether it's trash or treasure we'll so find please go out. Check us out over there we will we will definitely find out i'm gonna feel bad if he ends up being the first trash yeah i feel bad about that because we've had two yeah. bangers so far we have even though pete yeah. will say he didn't like cyborg cop but it's still two to one it's 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 treasure so uh all right man anything else no what's a good word charlie let me put you out of my misery